With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. She keeps them always shando In a pretty cabinet Let them eat cakes, she says Just like Marie Antoinette Joe Rico, Alex Spears, back at the final word Talking a little suavecito tequila at 12 o'clock with Bill Foss But I could sure use some right now This is a cold day And thanks so much Hope you're sitting back enjoying the program as well Our thanks to Dr. Nat Joy B and Teddy She, My man Alejandro Ramirez and the great Todd Romero. What a great segment. Let's see how everything pans out coming up here at the end of the week. All right. Our next guest is Todd Romero from the world, the parts unknown now, because what's interesting is Todd is now redeveloping his entire media career. Uh, Many of you have read about his unceremonious dismissal from Altitude Sports Entertainment. And, Toddy, I just want to first of all say that now that there have been several articles published, um, you know, on this topic, I I feel much more comfortable talking about it. We certainly don't want to take away from any of the case that may be still coming up. But the article speaks for itself. And I just want to say that for the last 10 years, you've been on our program. You will continue to come on our program. And we have your back 100% in all of this. 1,000%. And, you know, I think especially with my best friend and his entire family coming from Mexico, I think that the, your awareness to, and my, by the way, my wife being Hispanic and my children being Hispanic, the lack of Hispanics that are in this industry was really brought to light yeah. by your lawsuit against Altitude. And I just want to yeah. say you're, you're a courageous man. I know you're facing a lot through this and it, even not getting some jobs and things because of what you're going through on your lawsuit. I just want to say, man, we appreciate your contribution to this program. And if you want to speak a little bit about what, what the articles read and where they can get it's them, up to you. whatever you want to do, man. I no, mean, I just, I don't want to let you have an open forum. It, it's just one of those things. I got to be very careful with what I say, with sure. where things are at right now. But when you look at the sports landscape of uh, major sportscasters in this town, Kisla kind of hit it on the head that, Really, for this generation, I'm, I'm the most well-known uh, Hispanic voice on television. Before me, there was Gary Cruz, who left in 90. Yep. Um, and other than that, there have been bit players here and there, but really underrepresented for uh, a town that's 30% Hispanic minimum, uh, probably more than that, and statewide, 20%. And it's also a minority group that is now the largest minority group in the United States. And... You know, I'm not going to go into any into the illegal part. I'm going to have my attorney handle that yep. because I, I don't know enough of uh, what what I could say that will be, yeah, take, be, take, yeah. be taken out of context or be sure, taken sure. something I shouldn't talk about. I, I just know right now with the latest ruling, I'm I'm in very good shape. And, and they can read the, about it, the, right? The There's articles they, about Yeah, it. you go to Westward, different Post. Uh, there's several other articles online, Law 360. Um, read about it. Take in your own take and, and what you want. I mean, nobody in this world is perfect, and I think you have to admit when you, when you have your down balls in life, when you have your pits in life, and you have to to dig yourself out and come back up. And uh, and I've been that person. I own my 
what what my mistakes are or my my transgressions are and i think that's the most important thing if you do that and you're honest i think people will understand where you're coming from other than that i, I really need to steer clear of it and let the legal process play and out. that's right but let, well, we are your hype guys so you've been with us for 10 years you're our lead off guy for the last 10 years todd romero on 98.1 fm from the preps to the pros my life sports radio and and we've always supported you in any single way that we could uh whether it's an update on your column, on what's going on. But what I will tell you this, and we'll stay away from all the legalities and things like that, things are very clear. You are a broadcast legend here in Colorado. You were the guy that walked in. And and, and tell us the story here in a minute. And I'm going to preface this as I'm walking through your storyline. You grew up in Colorado. You went to uh, uh, DU. You got your master's in mass communications. And you, you also used to do the uh, uh, Sonny Lubick show, man. Yep. I yep. mean, it was awesome. That It should have been called Todd Romero uh, Boulevard up in Colorado City because that was your school. And you've done a lot of work with MMA fighting. Denver Nuggets was a, a, a program that you've been near and dear to your heart. But my biggest thing, and I, and I, and I mentioned it last week when we, uh, we were talking about posting that column with, with Mark Kizla, which was brilliantly written, and then a follow-up with uh, Westwood, Westwood this, this past week, is I remember as a kid in 1997 when the Broncos won the Super Bowl, Joey. Right. 1997, man. Right. Uh, and you were at Metro State. I was at Metro State, and Todd Romero walks in and talks to Pat Bowen, right? And he was the only one. I think Ron Zapolo got sick or something. Something happened along those lines. Yep. You can fill me in here in a minute. But you were there, and you were talking to Rod Smith, Ed McCaffrey. Can you, little, get, can you get our, our listeners a little bit understanding of what Happened that day because that what a rush. really was a day that I thought, I'm like, my God, Todd Romero talking to Pat Bowen. No, it, it was, was really uh, my greatest day as a sportscaster because. Was it? Yeah, because when I was out there as the number two guy to Ron and there were some issues with the elevator. Um, that's all I could say is I got down there a little quicker than Ron did. And there were some issues with the elevator. And because of that, he didn't get down in time. And they said, hey, they grabbed me. You got to go on. I'm in the locker room, and all of a sudden, it's it's Darren Gordon, it's Rod Smith, it's Pat Bolin, it's Neil Smith. Um, it, it, it was Keith Burns, as a matter of fact. There were eight or nine interviews that I did, and and the significance to me was this town. I mean, John Elway's mother didn't even want them going to the Super Bowl because she didn't want John to lose another one. This town was 0 and 4. Uh, John was 0 and 3. Broncos were a 13 and a half point underdog. I had covered the Packers all week long. And here I am as a lifelong Bronco fan and a Hispanic kid that made it from nowhere. You were uh, a weekend guy at that poor, time? Or you yeah, a yeah, guy? a weekend guy at that time. You know, grew up poor, whatever. And all of a sudden, in the biggest moment in Denver sports history, I'm thrust into that moment, into that limelight, and it will always be the highlight of my career. Nobody can take that away from me. Nobody can say anything uh, about that that I haven't been around for big moments because I was also in the Rockies locker room when they clinched their first playoff spot. So, uh, fortunately for me, I've been at the right place at the right time. People have played, tried to downplay that at moments. And, you know, the way Kizla laid it out there, really, aside from Gary Cruz on television, I've been the only Hispanic since 1990. And you're talking 33 years of somebody that's been a major influence in 
journalism that's been in Hispanic on television, and I, I think it's a crime. Well, here's the thing. Everybody, and, and I learned this, everybody <laughs> wants to look at their own people like, you know, my, kid are, my kids are Hispanic. Yeah. And when they watch TV, they don't see a lot of Hispanic people on TV. No. When my best friend's family, they're Hispanic. And when they watch TV, they don't see these people that are themselves. And they're telling their children, are like, hey, you know, I want to be a TV newscaster like, like you, Alex. And they can't point to anybody. And I'm so proud of my partner, by the way, who's one of the few Hispanic males on radio, by the way. The exclusivity doesn't just go to television. No. Yeah. If you look at the radio industry, it's quite convenient that, that if you're not, and we're not talking about Spanish-speaking radio stations, because obviously that, right. that's a totally it's different, a different genre yeah. to genre. But I'm talking about how proud I am to have two men, Hispanic men, and you know, I'm Italian, so I, I, though I'm not Hispanic, I'm a Latin man. And I will say I support yeah, every one Italian, of the Hispanic Italian, people. Joe, Italian, Joe, Italian. Italian, all right. I said I'm Latin. You know, Italians it's, got, it's got to the point right. where, and in, in, in you can we look at any Latin, article of where you're at, but where sports has become now, and, and I applaud the women that have stepped up, and, and there's such, there's such a, a great base of talent of women that do sure. sports now. It's unbelievable. Right. But when you look at numbers and break them down, and the, the, in this business there's about 70 to 80% that are – uh, men sportscasters and about 20% that are women. When you combine Hispanic, both men and women, and this includes soccer and baseball, that number is 6%. Wow. And for the Those largest, largest minority group, that's a problem. It has to deal with a lot. There's more teenage pregnancy. There's less graduation from high school. There's less opportunities. And I hope that my voice out there makes a difference in it because yep. it is – us it too. has gone it has gone under the radar. It has been swept under the rug, and I think it's it's a shame and it shouldn't be any longer. You know, I think what happens now, Toddy, is moving forward. We saw the follow-up column. We won't talk about it right now because we're, we're, we're right. doing a show here on Sunday. Right. And that all information will come out here real soon. And and like we said, from day one, bro, what I talked to you about three weeks ago, I'm like, we're going to do some stuff. We're not. We don't turn our backs to people that have helped us right. in our life. You know, yep. we are this Miley Sports Radio and their magazine. We are independently owned, and we are as is the final word. As we own the final, final word. We're right. the final owners of the final, and word. we decide who comes on the program. Right, Joe. Joe and I decide who comes on the show, and and, and not only that, who gets posted on social media. Who yeah, does? I mean, this is what a unique, and you've been a part of it. What Alex and I do is not done by anybody else. And we have people here, and, and look, I mean, we'd love to have everyone here from My Life Sports, frankly. Right. That would be our goal. But we don't. We have KOA. We have uh, Altitude. We have the fan. We have all kinds. We'd like to be like and a melting pot. And they're all invited. And they're all invited because what did Irv Brown say to us that one day, they should all all the media should yes. work together. Yep. And Irv Brown, who, who spoke on these very airwaves, by same the way, at My Life Sports, table right same here. table, and he was a huge mentor to Alex and me. Him and Joe would sit with Alex and me many half times at the Buffs game, do live videos, and these guys always made us feel a part of something. And they didn't care. By the way, Irv Brown, the other thing that made him great, he didn't care if you were Hispanic or black or white. Or he always provided the best opportunity yeah. for the best candidate. You knew, you knew that kid. was my first he, job. That, Irvin Todd, Todd, you knew his kids. Yeah, Yeah, you knew Greg and all those guys. That was was my first job was with, and 
and Dave Logan as well back yeah. in K-Big back yeah. in the day K-Big. being the board, board operator. You know, you're and, a board op, Todd. Listen, yeah. there, I there's people, board op, Todd. Yeah, it wasn't a very good one. But, yeah, I wasn't uh, either. <laughs> there, listen, and, and there's a lot of people that may disagree with me about that. Sure. I mean, and, and everybody's entitled to their own opinion. Sure. It's just when you're part of a certain class, uh, you have to stand up for that class. Um, be it BLM, be it Me Too movement, whatever the case may be. Sure. But if you let your voice be ignored, uh, and I think that it's time for people to stand up um, because some of the hardest workers in this country are Hispanic. Yep. Well, yep. my dad was a trash guy for 40 years, all right? Put my yep. sister and myself through college, and we all went through school. He bought, he bought us all a car. And my dad, to this day, God bless, he's still alive. And... You know, he used to wake up at two in the morning and he wasn't a residential trash guy. He was a commercial guy. So a little bit bigger Businesses, money, yep. bigger money, a little bigger money. Uh, and I will say this to this day, man, he's my hero. And yeah. I will say this. And my dad's a big fan of yours, Toddy. He, you know, I've been reading your columns and what's going on. And, you know, there really has to be a different movement. And hopefully one day when this whole situation is behind us and you are, all straightened out and everything's done, you know. Maybe you could do something for the kids here in Colorado. And, and that's, I think it'd be that's, great. that's what I'd like. To maybe do. we could like, develop an academy or something like that, or you know, some type of school for kids specifically from Hispanic descent. Because look, man, I mean, somebody has to do yeah, but it. But this is high level sports right. reporting. We're right. talking about MMA. We're talking about Nuggets. Right. We're talking about Avalanche. We're talking right. about big play by play. DU basketball, right? You know, high school basketball. I I saw Toddy about four years ago. We were doing some stuff for uh, high school football. High school football, and you had the camera. And you would be laying on. I, w- I went to laying a game. on the field. You were laying on the shots. field, taking the shots, going back up to the uh, press box. And in high school, it's not much of a press and, box. And you're over here. I know, I get it, but you were cutting your own video during like. And that just had to be. We didn't have up. anybody else. And I said, if if nobody goes, does it? It's not going to get done. Right. So. Well, all I have to say is we just want to thank you personally for all your dedication Absolutely. on the final word. We hope for another 11 years with you. Hell yeah. Yeah, we, we're, you, and, you, you, Alex, and I are in a way like brothers. You we're know, we st- fight, we're, we're, we're crazy. We're stuck together, but, boys. Hey, man, we, we wouldn't be where we are without you, and, and we hope through your hard times we've been a good sounding board Absolutely. for you, and, and we've been right here What'd for I you say, as well, What did I say, Joey, man? on that last column I put up on the post? I said, uh, Todd's been our, our leadoff guy for the last 11 years, and he will continue yep. to be our guy here yep. at Miley Sports until Toddy's not breathing anymore. So, yeah. Hey, man, it's and just he, like Dr. Stanton. And he's working out like crazy. So. Yeah, well, let me just say this. We've only had one NHL guy. We we know several. We know Mike Haynes. Right. We know different right. people. Dr. Stanton's been our only NHL guy. You're our only leadoff guy. We yeah. Until... So you tell us you're done with broadcasting all together. You're our only leadoff guy. We don't ever want anyone else leading this program off but you. Todd leads and, this and we'll program. get you settled away well, with the we'll proper sponsor. We'll see where sponsor. it goes. I'll, and, uh, even, I'll, I'll even teach him some Spanish sometimes. Yeah, yeah. we got to get hey, some sponsorship. I, I, uh, you're doing I, the I understand bit. much. I understand a lot. I know yeah. you do, Todd. I'm but I'm working on the speaking. I, I got my babble going. I got, I got it, brother. Hey, listen, I man. It. I love you, Toddy. You take care. We will talk to you next week. You may take this pick'em segment, by the way. You were 13 and 4. You're on a roll right I now. I had a fire week yeah, last week. Yeah, you did, week. man. Hey, stay stay blessed, and, and let's hope for the best on this. All right, boys. All right, man. Talk when we come Todd. back, another good friend of Todd Romero's, Mr. Gil Whiteley. He joins the program next when you return to the final word with Joe Rico and Alex Ramirez on 98.1 FM. Presented to you by High Sports. 
get to our great Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Greg Gill Whiteley, but first have to tell you about West Trail Tap and Grill. Our good friends, Jamie and Linda. Shotten. They are amazing people and absolutely the real reason, like, you know, they, essential, they do, like yeah, always say, Joe. yeah, they do. They do so much for us. And of course, Summer my things. mom's 90th birthday party will be out at Baldoria on the water Sunday? next Sunday. That'll be two to five. Everybody's invited. You know, I mean, please, all of our family, you know, is basically coming. I know your family will be there. All of our final word family. We are so excited. The show will be nine to 11 next week, a special final word. Right. And uh, another person who I'm personally inviting at this time is our good friend, Gil Whiteley. Gil. Uh, you know, Gil, good morning to Gil you. Fest. And we'd love to have you out at West Rail Tap and Grill for a Monday night trivia some night over there at 195 South Union Boulevard. I know you've got your own places that sponsor you, but we always love to buy yeah, you a steak no, and a I beer. Love I love that place. Yeah, and um, then, so next, so next week, yeah, you have your whole, your whole family and both your listeners. Yeah, <laughs> I only next we only Sunday, have one. Gil, we a... only have one. The the other one died. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be on Sunday, Gil. I'll let Joey uh, fill out the information. Go ahead, Joey. What's the, what, yeah, what Sunday from Sunday two, Sunday from two to five at Baldoria on the water, where uh, we did our party this year. I know Danny Bailey's in behind the glass, but you got a new yep, guy. He is. He's I can see him right there. He's laughing. A new, his a new guy, Nick, or just gone. Yeah, that's Nick. That's Nick Archuleta. Nick says to me, I asked Nick if he's going to be doing weekday shows, and he said, oh, not right now. And I uh, said, you ready? I said, yeah. I said, I'm really nervous and excited. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Nick, you Nick's are. And he, said, and he really is a new guy because he said, <laughs> oh, don't be. You'll, you'll be fine. Don't get nervous. Oh, my goodness. I, I don't think you've ever been nervous a minute in your life. Gil, you know, another team, uh, another uh, group sorry, of people. Nick, sorry, Nick. Yeah, no big deal. Nick's, Nick's laughing. He's smiling yeah. and laughing. So, uh, you know, yesterday's playoff games were very interesting to me. One, play, I one, thought the Houston, play, play. no, both two yes. playoff yeah, games. Yeah, yeah. yeah, the Houston yeah. Texans, I thought, performed far I better. I hate myself. I hate myself. You, you didn't go with the Texans? Uh, well, I, oh, I had the Texans, of course. You lost yeah. money, did you, Gil? You lost some money What about the Chiefs and the Dolphins? Uh, 
Oh, All right, so so why do you hate lost, yourself then? If you, you nailed both games, Joe, what happened? Parlay. What happened? I Tell am, me what happened. I am really good on Sunday, on Saturday games. By the way, I love it. I my my my, my percentage of wins on Sunday for a game played Saturday is a hundred percent. So did you lose your parlay, Gil, on Saturday? I don't Outside. gamble. I don't know if you know that. I don't gamble. I haven't gambled. Neither do I. I have never gambled. The only gambling yeah, I, I do is, is go with my girl, Monique, and that's the only gamble I've ever had in my life. So. That's not a gamble. She is a, she's perfect for you. I, yes, she I is. I, so. I feel the exact same, Gil. So your thoughts, I mean, was there any surprises to you, though, out of Houston and, and Miami? Because I just thought Alex said it best. Who wouldn't think a team from South Florida is going to perform well when it's negative 20? I mean, that may seem very basic, but the Dolphins, you know, out of all the teams, needed home whole, field. You know, it happened so quickly. You know, that kind of stuff. I've been around the playoffs and doing it for uh, a long time, Nick. And uh, the, <laughs> the the season gets over so quickly. Remember the couple times the, the Rockies about five years ago, two years in a row, made that one that one playoff game? Yeah, the playing game. The, play the, well, the, the one game even, wild card, you, yeah. You don't even notice that they were in the playoffs, right? No, you didn't. I mean, I mean, so the Dolphins all of a sudden uh, they play it. They're in, they're in sub freezing temperature, one of the coldest games ever, and they get beat and they're done. Yeah. I mean, yep. it's just so fast and it's so like, wait, 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 what happened? Wait, wait. Uh, very bizarre. I I I I had. Uh, uh, I had I, I, I had the, the the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are the team yeah. still to beat. I, I I I don't think Taylor's hurting Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Although he would have caught up. You know they, they were beating him up over the fact that he was in the middle of the game. He he had eight targets and five catches, and then they showed all three of his misses. He really should have caught him. He should have had eight catches. Eight targets, eight catches. I completely are, agree with you, Gilly. I people are beating him up. People are beating Travis Kelsey up. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, yeah. You know, I think that, that Taylor Swift, I love her. <laughs> I, I, don't, you know I don't love her. I like her music. <laughs> I don't know her music. I don't know her music at all. But you know what she did at the end of the, the, the U.S. tour? What she do? Uh, she had... She had Two different setups for her stage. Yeah, she had two different. So, yeah. So she so she play in Denver and she had a setup mm-hmm. all ready to go when she got here. Okay. And then the and then the team that was in uh, Detroit instead of coming to Denver, there's two two setups. They went to Kansas City. I don't know if if I'm if I'm getting those cities right at that time. And those they'd go to Kansas City and then the Denver people would go to wherever they would go, Indianapolis, and they would just do that. So she had 50 truck drivers on the tour. She bonused every truck driver $100,000. I saw that. Wow, yeah. I saw that. $5 million. Wow, that's a class act. See, now, Gilly, I think you're trying to fall into TMZ, little E uh, (laughs) entertainment category. This is My Life Sports Radio from the Press. (laughs) And I get it. And you can talk about whatever you want because that's what you do, uh, uh, Gil. I will tell you this though, you're right. Uh, her, uh, you know, uh, going in with uh, Travis Kelsey being her boyfriend has enhanced the NFL and the Swifties. 
it's made it much a more entertaining, uh, sure. uh, you know, postseason. I will ask you this though, uh, Gil. Let's just dial up back back from the playoffs. The Denver Broncos last week. All right, uh, they just finished their their season eight nine. I picked them to go nine and eight. Um, this is a team that has a lot of decisions to make uh, as far as you know who they want to keep, how much money they want to spend. You know, there was an Instagram post from Courtney Sutton a couple days ago saying that you know he was you know he was grateful for his time in Colorado. I'm not sure if he was saying goodbye. No one actually completely uh, you know declared that or made that official. But where do you see the Denver Broncos right now, Gil Whiteley? On January 14, 2024, uh, as far as moving forward, what do they do right. with their quarterback right. situation? Right. Right. What do they do? Right. What do they do? Right. right now, they're somewhere else because it's too cold for tea times. <laughs> so, so they're somewhere else right now. I, I, I got to the point where, frankly, I just, you know, after a while, someone says, oh, you know, well, that's just, that's just the way Sean Payton is. Well, that's just the way he is. You know, after a while, they continue to say that about a guy. Well, pretty soon you got to say, well, okay, fine. Sean Payton's a jerk. I don't like Sean Payton, uh, and I don't have to. But I, I, I've given up on liking him. Uh, and uh, and and I, 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 I don't. I'm not calling for his head. I don't think they fire him. I mean, George, George, George Patton, or George Payton is Bill Patton. George Payton, uh, he made a $200 million mistake and still hasn't gotten gotten fired over it. I, you know, last year, I think I know, and I probably said on this show, uh, that he was going to get, he's going to stay on, stay on till through the draft. I really believe that, that they're not talking, firing him, even to him, because he's the guy set, that has set all the scouts up, the scouts work for him, the right. draft is coming up. They're going to be, oh, George Payton, he's our guy, he's our guy, no problem, no problem. And when the draft is over, they're going to say, George, you're gone. You made a $200 million mistake. Uh, you're, you're out of here. So, well, I, I think, so I think we see that this year. Well, here's, here's the thing. I think that he's been demoted without being demoted. And I think that he is back to what he does best. I think they've told him, go scout, which is what he is. He's a scout, and he's nothing more than that. He's not a general manager. He gave out a horrible contract. The contract he didn't even have to give out, by the way. No, the deal had two years remaining. You know what, you know what never happened? Never, never said. He gave himself an extension on the same day, but no one ever talked about it. Yeah, I, I noticed that as well. I noticed that as well. But here's the thing. Sean Payton's running this show, and this guy's become yeah. a coffee and donuts guy. And that's my opinion. I don't, maybe I'm wrong, but I think this is more like, hey, George, well, what do you think? But there is no doubt in my I, mind that in a tie between George Payton and Sean Payton, absolutely Sean Payton wins that tie every time. Oh, no, Sean Payton, George answered to Sean Payton. So, yeah, that's not, I mean, that's, oh, did you should play a little breaking news music before you say stuff like that? <laughs> Gil, uh, Gil, uh, like uh, I, come on, Danny Bailey. Oh, he's there. He's there, man. He's, there, man. he's training, man. He's training. Because he's saying Sean Payton wins he's the out of this over George Payton. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I no, just no. didn't know what you really thought right. about it. I this think is that's not, common This now. is not just a Broncos radio right. show. We talk about many other things. Let's talk about the Denver Nuggets and the Colorado Avalanche who are 
both teams that are trending the right I way. I really don't do. I don't cover the Avalanche. I watch her. I, I, I watch, watch them. You're right. I, I don't exactly, but uh, we both I cover them. So them. Don't, do not ask me about the Avalanche All right. because I. All right. I, I won't them. ask I you about the Avalanche. I don't Gil. talk about them. I don't cover them. I will uh, talk to you about. I, just, the, I, I only will... do an hour show, <laughs> and I do. I do. I consider myself an expert on the Nuggets. The yes, Broncos. you are. Yes, you and are. And I and I see. But. But hockey people don't want to hear me talk no, about I get hockey. It. I get it. You have, let's you let's have, switch over to the Nuggets. The Nuggets. You have some of the best. Okay. Uh, you know, you have your. Uh, what's the guy that comes on your show all the time? That does a play-by-play. Uh, uh, Joey, what's Jason his name? Kosminski? No, the other guy. What are you uh, talking Chris, about? Are you talking about Chris Marlowe? Chris Marlowe Chris Marlo comes on your program oh, all the I'll time. Never, I'll never forget old what's his name. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joe. I'm just. I'm just. I'm just trying to. I'm trying to be like you a little bit. There's so many sports here in Colorado that we have to cover. It's hard to get uh, you know involved with all of them, but Chris Marlowe comes on your program all the time. Talk about the Denver Nuggets, where they're at. Did they hit uh, kind of a, you know, it's it's a, it's a long season, you know, it's a long season. Yeah. Uh, no, you can't expect them to be on their single game every single they're, night. No, yeah, they're gonna lose games. They're gonna lose. Where do you think games. the Nuggets are training right now? Uh, you know what the Nuggets are getting that they never gotten before. What's that? Is that every and I and I didn't quite factor it into some of my predictions that I was making early in the is Nikola Jokic is now is a world world you go to Chicago you go to Detroit huge Middle Eastern Middle Eastern uh, 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 people that are living there yep. and then they show up and they're, they're, they jam the thing they, they come to see Nikola and they went to Chicago it threw him out in the first quarter. Yep, and it was upset. it was it was Serbian appreciation night. <laughs> yeah. Was, oh my god. Even the announcers were like, "This is not about you guys." Out. Yeah, this is about they're selling, watching the play. They're selling out the fans. The fact that they are the world champions, and they're getting every single team's the best, best effort, best effort because the world champions are showing up. The Nuggets never had that before, so it's really hard. To perform when you're getting the best every night out of every team. Michael Jordan talked about it many times in his career. Hey, when I show up, you know, I, I said Michael Jordan scored 30 points in the fourth quarter against the Nuggets and the old McNichols. And as a matter of fact, I was sitting on the floor taking photos. I got a lot of great photos from that game. Uh, and after the game, it was like two or three of us. That's how many people were covering the games back then. Two or three of us were talking to Jordan after the game. He scored 30 in the fourth quarter and the nugget, and he scored 50 in the game, and then it was like 92, 93, and the Nuggets won. And he said, this is what everybody hopes for. They want to come out. They want to see the Bulls. They want to see me score 50, and they want and they want their team to win. He said, you got everything out of me tonight. That's what <laughs> Well, I remember that game. It wasn't 92-93. It was a little later. Mahmoud had 51 in that game, and I was rooting for the Bulls. That was in 95-96, his first yeah. season back. They only lost 10 games that year. The Nuggets were not a playoff team, but I remember Mahmoud, he went insane that night, and they the, the Bulls almost came back to beat the Nuggets that night, but Chicago or the, the Nuggets did hold on to win. And I remember I, when Chris changed his name. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, Chris Jackson. Chris Jackson changed his name. I went to the blue, red and blue game. I think is what it's called. At the uh, the the Avalanche used to have them too. Yeah. At, at at Air Force Academy, 
Uh, and so before the, the last game of the season or during the, pre during the training camp, they would have a game uh, where they had inter-squad game against each other. And I'm walking in a tunnel underneath uh, the Air Force Academy. Here comes Chris Jackson. And I have already always knew him as Chris Jackson. He was yeah. really a kind of a nice guy. Yeah. But he was the original uh, uh, Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, he was the way he wouldn't stand for the, uh, the national anthem. But he's coming one way on the in, in this narrow hallway, and I'm going the other way. Mm -hmm. And and I looked at him, and he kind of smiled. He was nodding to me, and I said, "Hey, Mahmoud, my man." <laughs> I called him. <laughs> I said, "Mahmoud, my man," and he looked at me and laughed. <laughs> I called him by his new name. I always and said that guy was Steph Curry before Steph Curry. And I know I don't mean he was as great as Steph Curry, but as far as a pure shooter goes, that guy was just a freak. He he was, he was I mean, he, he had Tourette's syndrome, a lot of things. Uh, anyway, Alex has got the last one. Go Gil, ahead real quick. Gil, we'll be at the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl 58, starting on February 5th to the 9th. We'd love to jump on your program if we get a couple segments with you, talk about what's going on at Vegas. Uh, will you accommodate that with us for us, please? Uh, well, yeah, well, let's, uh, I'll be glad to work something out with you guys. Well, let's, let's talk about it okay. uh, while you're there. We'll, we'll get something worked out. I did want to make a college football statement. Okay, go uh, ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. You know, with, with, uh, now we're, uh, we're about to see, uh, some of the pros coming into colleges where, you know, Michigan's going to, who's going to do what and everything sure. else. And people are complaining this nil and all these other things. And people are calling people cheaters. Right. Hey, you know what? College football, 90% of college football does not cheat. The other 10% are in bowl games. Yeah, and there you go. And there you go. And I, I'm in full agreement <laughs> because what is, what's that's that movie joke, you always God. bring up? Blue Chips. Blue Chips. Hey, Nick, hey, Nick that's a joke. I hope at least you have. <laughs> Gil, we're going to let you go, buddy. What's coming up this week on Whiteley Soap? How do I know? I don't know. <laughs> Give me a call and tell me. That's, I'm gonna say this, man. I watch, I tune in. It's amazing. I you you keep us laughing on the air. And you know what? Nobody has more knowledge of basketball, especially college basketball. I'll know I always cherish our talks about the game. It was great. You know, you played the game at, at a high it level. It was great to see at the Mile Sports Christmas party. Yeah, it was too. too. I, you're a legend and, and we'll never be you, but we're okay being us. Well, I got through it without being too nervous. So thank you oh for goodness. calming me down. Well, you need. I, I, we're going to have a drink of Suavecito. Maybe that's what we yeah. need to do is Alex and I need to yeah, bring a bottle I'm, of tequila uh, over there for you. No, no, I uh, I haven't drank for a long time. All Good right. Deal. Amazing. Good, Good job, Good Gilly. Deal. Well, we love you, brother. If you need anything from us, you got it. And and we'd love to, to hook up with you and, and talk a little bit more about Las Vegas. We we definitely love talking with you about that. All right, okay. Gil. That, that listen to Whiteley good. Soap. The legend, Gil Whiteley. It's always it's Monday a, through a Friday. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, really, I really do love you guys. You crack me up. Well, we do what we can, Gilly. We love you too, man. Neither of us were be where we are without you, man. We wouldn't be in Vegas. We are we'll part of that. the Gil Whiteley coaching tree. That's like, right. Like and the Bill Wash. That's a long, not, long tree. Not, the uh, not, Bill Parcells not, coaching do not tree. Blame, do not blame the two of you guys on me. Oh, uh, we have to blame somebody. Come Someone's on, man. Someone's got to take our wrath, man. All right, Gilly. We'll talk oh. to you in a few weeks. Love Thanks, you, man. Brother. Appreciate All right, you. that is the, the infamous Gil Whiteley. 
You must listen to Whiteley So Monday through Friday on My Eyes Sports. All right, when we get back, speaking of infamous, Mark Kisla. Mm. I don't think it gets any more infamous than that. I got that. some questions for He's him. He's coming up next when you return to the He's final word. He's not a word big Sean Payton with fan, Joe Rico Joey. and Alex Maris on 98 FM. Presented to you by Mile High Sports and Los Dos Paprios Mexican Restaurant. Mile High Sports. Eleven forty-seven. Joe Rico, Alex Mares back at the final word. A cold, blustery day. Hopefully, you have some suavecito tequila keeping you warm. Bill Foss at twelve o'clock. At twelve twenty and twelve forty, we have some fighters who are uh, uh, actually opponents that'll be right here in studio. We hope it doesn't get a little crazy here nah, at twelve twelve twenty twelve. I'm just like messing. I'm messing with people. Come on, man. I'm messing with people. You know we love the fight game. And speaking of the fight game, man, there is not a feistier fighter in the Denver media than the aforementioned Mark Kisla from the Denver Post. You can read his column, and I would suggest you always do that. He is a must-read. He's somebody I get tons of information for. And Sean, uh, or Sean Payton, I I guess that I was going to, I got the question before uh, putting your name, Mark. Sean Payton is not somebody that I thought, did as good a job as everybody's giving him credit for. I mean, he went eight and nine. Um, I think he actually lost the Broncos some games with his decision-making at the end of the year. And I don't think that Sean Payton was everything as advertised, but the Broncos are stuck with him. They're putting all their faith. It seems in Sean Payton. I think George Payton's a coffee and donuts guy. Russell Wilson has been dismissed. Maybe, um, where give your give the Denver Broncos a grade for the 2023 season, and then give me your your first thoughts of the Sean Payton era, how it went in year one. Thanks for making time for us as always. No problem, and it's great questions. Uh, I will give the grade first, then I'll take a little pause, and then we'll get into it. Uh, I will give Sean Payton and the Broncos a C minus for this first season, low average. Now, we'll delve into that, but first I got to say, after that introduction where you're talking about the fighters coming in and it might get a little crazy, what I know from being on this show, <laughs> you don't need no fighters in the studio. The two of you are living, breathing chaos. Yes. So, so the, the fighters might have to calm you down. It's so very that, possible. That's very possible. Let's talk about the Broncos. Um, this is where I put it, and I put it in, in print in the Denver Post. Uh, old school print and online. Yes, Sean Payton is a huge improvement over Nathaniel Hackett, who he basically called the worst uh, head coach in NFL history. Um, and, and the record says that they went from five and twelve to eight and nine. But I'll also put it this way: Vic Fangio got fired at seven and ten with Teddy Bridgewater as his quarterback. And and wasn't hasn't Sean Payton been? Oh, Sean Payton can win games with Teddy Bridgewater. Well, Vic Fangio was every bit as good, or or one game less as good, and certainly in playoff contention late <laughs> with a team that had Teddy Bridgewater instead of uh, a Super Bowl winning quarterback. So I think Sean Payton, uh, to me, and I understand why people get down on Russ, and they have good reason. Sean Payton, to me, was the biggest disappointment of this Broncos season. He, I don't think he knew what he was getting into. I didn't think, he, I don't think he fully understood how important winning is here. I, I don't think he understood what the scrutiny would be. I, 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 I think he blew the New England game when they were still in the playoff hunt. Uh, 
Um, did he do good things? Did he get more production out of Russell Wilson? Yes, he did. But here's the other thing. I, in retrospect, it doesn't look to me like Sean Payton ever wanted Russell Wilson to be his quarterback. And it's really tough to coach a team that way when your most important player is, is despised as too strong a word, is not trusted and not welcomed by his head coach. You are listening to Mark Kisler from the Denver Post, legendary Hall of Fame writer. Uh, you can follow uh, Mark Kisler on Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, at Mark Kisler. Man, I'm with you a little bit, and I, and, I, and I follow you a lot, and I read all your columns, every single one of them, just to get some perspective on what you know the, the, the temperature is like and you know you, the climate, because you're dialed in. You know what's going on. And a couple things I'm going to agree with you with is Sean Payton is not the nicest guy in the world. Right? He's kind of arrogant. He's kind of an asshole. Did I say that, Joey? Online? Did I say that? No, All right. Did I get no, that off? No, That's off. Uh, <laughs> I call him Mr. Krabby Pants. Okay, I'm sorry. Mr. Krabby Pants. I should, I should not say that. I, I should fair. not. We could probably erase okay. that. But at the end of the day, uh, uh, I'm going to tell you this. He, he's not a friendly guy to the media unless, you, okay. are, unless you are a national media conglomerate. The, yeah, the local, guy, okay. the local guys kind of go out there and say, hey, you know what? You know, they say this and they say that. But when the Kay Adams or the or the uh, Pat McAfee's James or the Palmer. James Palmer's of the world, they come in they, and it's a whole different ball game. And that for me didn't set, sit well all season, you know, even starting with training camp. You know, Joey and I have been going for training camp for the last 10 years. And now it's like, well, you can't go to training camp because they're not doing tents anymore. And they're not going to be doing, uh, uh, you know, interviews from players, and that kind of set a, a, a wrong, you know, start point for me. But your overall thoughts as Sean Payton as a head coach for the Broncos, and with the media, and what he's done so far, how do you evaluate his first season? Okay, when I said I'm not sure Sean Payton knew what he was getting into, he, you know, he he wanted to be the the voice, the only voice of this team. And so he told all the radio guys, stay away from training camp. Uh, that's fine. But he underestimates what the appetite is for Broncos coverage and how important this team is to this town and this area. Um, how he treats me doesn't really matter. And so... Fans say, "Oh, boohoo, Kizla! Your 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 knickers are in a knot because Sean Payton doesn't uh, say hello to you." That is more than fine. This is what I have observed: Sean Payton, the people that he doesn't answer to, the people that answer to him, he too frequently treats them with disdain. That goes for unimportant people like me in the media. That goes for staffers in the building. That goes to his quarterback on the sideline in Detroit. That goes to how I've seen him treat people when he's at a Nuggets playoff game. And you know what that is? That is Mr. Krabby Pants. And that is a person that is not a good person, in my humble opinion, and goes out of his way to put people down that are important to him, unlike the local media. He puts down his quarterback. He puts down staffers. He puts down so many people that I think it's detrimental to the success 
of its football team. That's why it's important to me. Well, you're listening to Mark Kisla, the probably the best-known writer at the Denver Post by, I would say, eight miles. Uh, and, Mark, I, I really – it's funny because Alex and I aren't fans. We're journalists, and yet we both say we read your column. And, you know, I think I that tells you a lot. Joey. Well, we're not I, I think we're, we're entertainers. We're, we're entertainers. But, you know, we pose as journalists. And, you know, we are we are attending our first Super Bowl, as I mentioned to you. And we hope you're out cool. there because we'd love to buy yeah, you dinner and, love to hang out and have you. drinks. And, obviously, you know, he did. He did just, you know, fair disclosure. No promises, Alex. But he said he might have a number for one party. If he's out there, you know, no, we're not putting you on any pressure or anything, you know, but hey, you know, we're, we're, we're a couple, man. we're a couple first timers, man. We're a couple, uh, we're like the last American virgins, man. So literally we've waited a lifetime to go out there. No, I'm not I, going I to be scared. A lot of things, but I'm, not yeah, yeah, I got it. But I'm going to say this. I am not scared to ask Mark Kislett to be, you know, to, to get us into a party or two. No way. I'm, the, I'm asking now in front of the 40,000 listeners that we have. All the followers on Facebook, everyone, Mark, we are begging you. Yes, when if you are out there, we have whatever you want, beverage wise and dinner wise. Uh, just get us into a, a couple of the soiree. Now he did not promise Club Maxim like he, I know you wanted. Well, we're Alex, taking care of for the first but, couple right, of days, man. We got right, opening we got, night. We got opening night. Right. We have media day, but media Wednesday, day. Thursday, eh, hey. those are the nights we need help with. That might be a Kislin night. Yeah, that, that, we that, that, yeah we, oh, we're, we're willing right. to do a filet mignon and some lobster or something like that for you, kids. We just need a, you know, just a ticket in the door. We'll we'll be the guys who, if we're your video guys, whoever we got to be. Uh, you know what I see? I, what I see here is your first trip to the Super Bowl of you two knuckleheads. <laughs> it's going to be the football version of the Hangover. <laughs> I love it. I love we that. are thinking of doing a documentary on it and maybe doing oh a film. My. But I will love oh you to be in it. Hold on, kids. The pictures oh will be tasteful, kids. The pictures will if, be tasteful. If, if both of you come back with all your teeth, uh, ah! I will consider it. We're going to be like, honey, uh, we messed up. <laughs> what about what about a tattoo? I, I feel a tattoo is, think, it, is in on, my who future. Has a, hold on, kids. Hold on. Seriously, all, all kidding aside, the over and under. Who has the uh, the the uh, the mattress on top of the hotel, Joey or not? Yeah, yeah. You man. <laughs> All right, I like it. I love it. I love it. Because you know my girls. Listen and to you know this I'm show. gonna be. You know I'm gonna be I, I, in Mike Tyson. I, I think. I'm gonna be in Mike Tyson's place with the tiger. Yes, and I may have the tattoo on my back. That might be the possibility. I am looking at trying to get trying to hang out with Mike Tyson. One morning you're both gonna wake up next to a tiger. Uh, That's what I really want. Now Now you're reading my mind. That is my entire reason for going is to get next to one of the tigers. Oh my gosh! Uh, It's not Uh. Siegfried and Roy anymore. There's another Uh. Peller and Peller. Says this to us, Joey, because yes. he knows us. Joey. Well, he knows, and and I I will say this: it is I'm in Las cal- Vegas, I Nevada. Cal- I am the calmer guy now. Yeah, you know? I, I well, I don't know. I would say that's <laughs> yeah, right. true. that's probably not true. But what I will say is this: in all sincerity, it was eleven years of hard work. You know, I mean, the one thing that we all have in common, and I guess the greatest admiration I have for you is you're at everything. <laughs> Everything we're at, you're there. You've never taken advantage of your name. You don't sit on a couch. You're literally there asking tough questions, and you may be the only guy that's left doing it, man. That's why I I admire you, man. I like what Mike Malone says. 
kids. Yeah. All right. He responds to him as a New York. Uh, he's a, and he does it in his New York voice. Yeah. Too. And, I, and I'm like, yes. and I sit there and, and Joey and I sit there at the press conference like, all right, we can't ask. We have to let the, uh, gotta, the hierarchy. It's yeah. the hierarchy. It, it's, a pecking, it's a pecking order. It's a pecking order. order. It's the hierarchy. Like with the Broncos. You got kids. Fair enough. Got kids. Okay. Okay. Kids. I, These I, guys. I was at, I was at the Nuggets Pelicans game and Malone has the, you know, just a couple of days ago, Malone has this post game presser and he, I asked a couple questions and he gets done and he's walking off and he goes, uh, kids, good to see you here. I was getting worried about you. I guess this means Bronco season is over. Doesn't it? <laughs> and you know, it's funny. And, and, and let's say this will be the last one for me. Alex has one more, but you know, the NFL has always been King here, but man, it just doesn't feel the same thing here, man. I mean, Nikola Jokic has developed into this exponent. He's, I think, uh, I think, who was just on Gil? Gil said it best. I looked at the All Star voting, and do you know who's second in the Western Conference in votes? It's Nikola Jokic, and he's only two hundred thousand behind LeBron James for number one overall. Have the Nuggets and Avalanche success taken away some of that Bronco Town only type thing? Because there's a lot of transient people here. My kid wears no Broncos jerseys. His jerseys are Jamal Murray, Nathan McKinnon, and Nikola Jokic. And he's nine. Isn't that kind of a precursor? I think the Nuggets are really making a dent in this Broncos only town. And no, specifically uh, Nikola Jokic. Okay, okay, okay. Um, a couple things. Uh, the Broncos' lack of success for seven, eight years has a lot to do with that. The transient nature of this town and how this town has changed has a lot to do with that. And this was a Broncos town when it was a dusty old cow town. It's a far different town now. I will say this, and the long-timers, old-timers, great loyalists, guys, as, you, know, you don't have to be as old as me, guys, as old as you, Nikola Jokic may not ever be the most beloved athlete in this town, but he's the best athlete ever to play in this town. Wow. Yep, I would no offense to John Elway whatsoever. Tweet that out, Nick. Yeah, that's Tweet going. That that's going on. Tweet X. That Mark last Kizzle. one. Last one for you, buddy. We got a two minutes. Hey, real quick. Uh, this obviously the the weather is is taking a big impact on the wild card weekend because uh, obviously uh, we we only, we have one game. Was it one game today? That's it. We have one two. game today. We, two. We two they, got, they moved one and they still have two. Okay, and then we got two games tomorrow uh, for Monday night football. One starts at two thirty, the other starts at like six thirty. How do you see the NFL handling the uh, the weather protocol? And do you think they could have been more responsible or not? Or what are your thoughts on the whole thing? Uh, you know, it's a little cold to play last night in Kansas City. You yep. could ask uh, Patrick Mahomes' helmet about that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, broken half. <laughs> A broken egg, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but they they did the right thing by moving the Buffalo game twenty four hours. Uh, just to have your folks. You guys are all about the socials. Get on the socials and look at what the weather in Buffalo is right yeah. now. You can't see your hand in front of your face. I mean, like, no, a they can play. Issue. They can play that game today. There, yeah, safety issue for anybody yeah. trying to travel. But you know what? I I think this the Bills. One point that I think everybody made is just like Miami. Likes the hot weather. I think this cold weather stuff in the snow is just perfect. It's 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 Buffalo weather, right? I mean, this is what they want, right? This is why you get the home game. Yeah, yeah, they of course they do, and they and they want the Chiefs to come see them next week. All right, Mark, we got to let you go. We got our producers tapping his hand. Our man Danny Bailey's well, keeping us cool. Will we see but, you at Super Bowl Radio Row on February fifth? Who will you see? We'll see you. Will we see you? Uh, uh, me and Swifty. All righty, man. You and Taylor hanging out. Hey, remember, not this Monday. Next Monday, sports trivia, man. 
Please. Okay. We love you, I'll man. We'll talk business with you kids. That is the amazing Mark Kisler. I didn't know you had... Uh, he, has Taylor, he has connects with Taylor now, That's man. Right? Hey, we, wow. Kiz, you're everywhere. All right, man. We will talk to you here in a couple weeks, Mark. Hopefully at the Super Bowl. We'll make you that half, is Mark we'll Kisler make you half owner of the show. From the Denver Post. That make happens. sure you follow him on X at Mark Kisler. Shake it when up. you get back, Shake it up. our man, Bill Foss from Suavecito Tequila, joins the final word when you return on 98.1 FM. Mile High Sports. Regulators. You regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good.